Jesus. Father, I want to thank you and praise your name. We pray that you minister your word unto us. Yes, Lord. Bless us through the preaching and teaching of the word. Yes, Lord. Our lives never be the same. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' precious name. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, come on, be excited, be excited, be excited. Hallelujah. Because God is out to bless us in a very special way. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, today we want to start a series on growing up into spiritual maturity. We are spiritual beings and God wants us to grow up into maturity. Uh, when you see babies, babies are born, but they don't stay as babies. They grow into children and then eventually into adulthood. Mm. And so and it is when people become adults that they become fruitful. Babies don't become fruitful. And so if we are if God is going to use us, then we have to move out of spiritual babyism into spiritual maturity. Somebody say spiritual babyism. Spiritual babyism. And uh, it first of all starts with having a right foundation. You cannot attain spiritual maturity without first of all uh, doing what is spiritually right by laying out the right foundation. In, in Psalm 11 verse 3, the Bible says that if the foundation be destroyed, where would the righteous be? And so it's very important that we lay up a good foundation. Tell somebody, lay up a good foundation. Lay up a good foundation. And the foundation that for the... Psalm 11 verse 3, please. If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? So it's important that we lay up the right foundations. Mm. And the right foundation is the foundation of becoming born again, mm. becoming a real Christian, not just a churchgoer, but a real Christian. Someone say, a real Christian. A real Christian. Now, how do you become a real Christian? How do you become born again so that you eventually grow up from there to become a, a solid, well-matured person in the Lord. Now, the first thing you must know that as a Christian, you are a new creature. Tell somebody, I'm a new creature. I'm a new creature. Amen. Amen. A new creature means you're a new species of being. In John chapter 3, verse 1 to 3 and verse number 5, we find Jesus speaking about the born again experience John chapter 3 verse number 1 to 3 Jesus encounters this man called Nicodemus and says this Nicodemus was a Pharisee and the ruler of the Jews and he comes to Jesus and he says master these things that you do, it's only God. Verse 2, it says that what you do, we know that you are a teacher come from God. No man can do these miracles that you do except God be with him. So he was trying to say that Jesus, you are an exceptionally great person. And Jesus, he took advantage of what this man had said in order to be able to minister to him and uh, and so he said, yes, I know you are religious. I know you like the things of God. But listen, 
going to the synagogue is not, uh, is not the most important thing. It's, it's good. Uh, giving alms is good because these are things that the Pharisees and the Jews do all the time. But he said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Wow. And so this man, being elderly, was wondering, verse 4, that how can he enter into the mother's womb and be born again or be born a second time? So Jesus was saying that one must be born a second time in order to see the kingdom of God. And when he said that, Jesus said, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So Jesus came up with something that was so outstanding that it's important for everybody to become born again. The question is, why must a man be born again? The reason is in the verse number 6. Bible says, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. That means that the, the one which is born of the flesh is fleshly. Yeah. That which is born of the earth is earthly, and that which is born of the spirit is spiritual. So the flesh gives birth to flesh, and the spirit gives birth to spiritual things. So if somebody is born of the flesh, all he does is he's just fleshly, in his attitude and his behavior. So Jesus said, it's important that one is born of the water and of the spirit. That means that he's born of the word of God and uh, he's born of the spirit of God. Now, why is it that man must become born again? Because Adam sinned against God. And after Adam sinned, Everyone born after Adam needed to be born again. Because like the Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. How come that all sinned and fell short of the glory of God? Because our four parents, Adam and Eve, sinned. In fact, one time in a discourse with the Jews, Jesus said to them, You are of your father the devil. You know, and the Jews thought that their father was Abraham. Like the Bible says in Romans 3.23, They thought that their, their father was Abraham, but now Jesus was describing them in John 8, 44, that you are of your father the devil, and the desires of your father you will do. And they were very unhappy about that statement. You are of your father the devil. Why? Because everybody born of the seed of Adam is a sinner, and therefore is under the Adamic control and is, does the desires of the devil. And so until one breaks off from that, the person cannot be free. Now in Genesis chapter 3, verse 3, Jesus said, sorry, God the Father said, the day you shall eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you shall die. I'm talking about why you must be born again. And when he said the day you eat of the tree of, of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall die. The day they ate of it, they died spiritually. Mm. 
And because they died spiritually, it also affected their flesh. And so they couldn't live forever. Their body was affected. Their physical body was affected and they couldn't live forever. And guess what? God said, the day you, you eat of the fruit, you will die. Mm. And the Bible says that a thousand years is like a day before God. And Adam didn't live up to a thousand years. Which means that his day didn't end. He didn't live more than one day. And since that time, as sin increased, so also there was reduction of the, the years of man. So now, sin is inversely proportional to the age of man. So, so as sin it is equal to one over years. So uh, the more the sin increases, the more man's years reduces. And, 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 and so you see that sin actually, that's why I would say that sin brings forth death. And this death is first of all spiritual and then it transcends into physical beings. Now in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1, Jesus, the Bible says that, and you have he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. You has he made alive? Has he, Jesus, made alive who were dead in trespasses and sin? That means that anytime anybody is born of Adam, the person, in fact, Adam, they, 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 they lived in trespasses and sins. Is that right? When Adam sinned, he died in trespasses and in sins. And anybody born of Adam also is dead in trespasses and sins. And as we are just living, we are anybody who is not born again is a living corpse or a living dead person. He's living in the flesh, but in the spirit, he's dead. And that's the reason why you find people who have not become born again living in sin. They will resolve and say, I won't do this, I won't steal again, I won't insult again, I won't fight again. But then they find themselves doing it because of the fact that there is a certain nature in them that makes them commit the sin automatically. That's a sin nature. Now, how did God have to solve the sin nature? God had to allow Christ to die on our behalf. And through his death, he took away the sin nature. Now, the sin nature was taken... It, it was taken away from the heart of man. When the sin nature is taken away from the heart of man, it makes a man to be able to live correctly to the glory of God. Can I have an amen? amen. Now, there's a story of a certain man who liked a piglet as a, as a toy. So, sorry, as a, as, a, as a pet. He had a piglet as a pet. And we'll dress up the piglets and be moving around. And as we're going by a pool, a dirty pool, this piglet look at the pool and then went out of the hand of the owner, jumped into the dirty pool and made itself dirty. The owner took it home, bathed it. Anytime they went on that road and the piglet saw the, the dirty pool, he jumped into it. The third time, he jumped into it. Fourth time, jumped into it. One day, 
Somebody also said, okay, sir, can I have your piglet? You know, in my house, I just want to enjoy your piglet a bit, enjoy your pet. And so this man took the piglet, and by the time the, he brought the piglet, and the original owner was taking the same piglet around the pool, the dirty pool that the piglet usually jumps into, the piglet looked at the pool, but didn't jump into the pool. So the owner was surprised. The second time, he, he didn't jump into the pool. The third time, he didn't jump into the pool. Fourth time, he didn't jump into the pool again. The dirty pool. So it didn't dirty itself. And you know, pigs like mud. They like muddy stuff. So he was expected to jump into it. So the owner asked, what did you do to my pig that it doesn't jump into the pig, ever, into the pool ever since it came back? He said, well, I know that the heart of a pig likes dirty, dirty pools and dirty water. So what I did was that I took the heart of the pig out and placed in it the heart of a sheep. So now the heart of a sheep was controlling it. That's the reason why it was not entering into the dirty pool. So in the same way too, when God takes our dirty heart, our stony heart, it causes us now to be able to live, to live a life that glorifies his name. Because all about life, all the decisions of life are governed by the condition of a person's heart. A good man is somebody who is good at, at heart. And an evil man is evil at heart. And when you read Matthew chapter 12 verse 35, the Bible says that a good man out of the good treasure of his heart, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart, bringeth forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of the heart, bringeth forth evil things. Matthew 12, 35. Now in Ezekiel 36, in Ezekiel 36 verse 26 and 27, the Lord said, I will take out of your hearts Ezekiel chapter 36, 26 and 27. He said, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. And I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will take, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. So you see that when you get born again, what happens is that God gives you a new heart. Amen. And it is that new heart that makes you now live a godly life. It makes you live like God. So actually what happens is that God gives you his heart. Amen. Amen. You receive the heart of God. You receive and it helps you to be able to do things right. Now how do you get born again? You get born again by accepting the fact that you are a sinner. You cannot save yourself and ask Jesus to come into your heart. We already read from Romans 3.23 that for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Then in Romans 6.23, Bible said God, Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. In Romans 5.8, he says that God demonstrated his love towards us 
in that whilst we are yet sinners, he made Christ to die for us. Hallelujah. And as Christ died for us, John 3, 16 says that for, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, Romans 10, 9 says that if you confess with your mouth, now this is the way, having acknowledged the fact that Christ died for you, how do you now become born again? The process is to confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. That means that, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. So accept the fact that you are a sinner and Christ died in your place for you, took away your sins, and then confess him as your Lord and Savior with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. And when you do that, the Bible says that you shall be saved. Amen. Amen. So with this, you, it helps you to become a born again. Now you have become born again. Now when you become born again, let's quickly look at some of the benefits of being born again. And then after that, we'll talk about how to grow up from being a baby Christian. Because when a child is born, naturally a baby, a child, when somebody is born, he's not born an adult. It's only Adam and Eve who were created as adult beings. But all other beings are born. They are born by a seed of a man. All other creatures are born by a seed. And so we're going to see how the seed develops, how when a baby is born, how the baby develops and then into adulthood. Amen. So it's a whole journey. So, today, so today's own is just an introduction. But let's quickly look at the, some of the benefits of being born again. Number one, when you become born again, you have become a new creature. That means that you are a new species. So it says new species. In 2 Corinthians 5, 17, the Bible says that if any man be born again, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. All things are become passed away because a new heart, you have received a new heart. And because you have received a new heart, all your, your lifestyle becomes different. This is different from somebody who is being advised by himself. He says, I won't do this and do that again. But like the piglets, you have received a new heart. So you don't throw yourself back into the dirty pool. But you see, anybody who is not born again is like that piglet who goes up and down, throws himself in the pool. But when you become born again, your, your heart, even though you look like a pig, the heart in you has been changed. Your stony heart has been changed. And that God has given you a new heart. And that new heart is what governs you. And we are read from Matthew 12, 35, that a good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, bringeth forth good things. So when you become born again, there is a new heart that you receive, and that new heart causes you to bring forth good things. And that's the reason why you see that when somebody is truly born again, he begins to do good things. Yeah. And you see that there's, there's a change in the person's life. That's why we sing, great change since I met the Lord. So the things you, bad things you used to do, you do them no more. The lies you used to tell, you tell the lies no more. The wicked things you used to do, you do them no more because of the fact that you have received a new heart. Amen. 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 It's a new heart. You have confessed Christ into your heart and you have received a new heart. And so you have become the workmanship of God in Christ. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 says that we had his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. We are God's workmanship. That's what I'm God's workmanship. God's 
Created in Christ Jesus. For good works. Yeah. Which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So we are to walk in good works. So you realize that when somebody becomes truly born again, they start calling him Krife. They call him Osofo. They call him whatever. Pastor and things like that. Why? Because they can see a real change in the life of the person. Yeah? And that's why, and that's the benefit of being a Christian. If anyone be in Christ, he's a new creature. That's what I'm a new creation. I'm a new creation. Now, so when you become born again, you begin to live a good life. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22. If you want people to live a good life, that's why, let me tell you something. Churches are so important, and the preaching of the gospel is so important. Amen? Because you see, if there were no churches and there was no preaching of the gospel, I tell you, the whole world will be some way. Yeah, wickedness and things. It is the preaching of the gospel, the word of God, the power of the Holy Ghost in it that arrests wicked people, arrests thieves. Like, there are people who sometimes go to church to go and they are going to chase girls. But as they go, the word of God arrests them and they come born again. Some of them are going to fight after. Some of them have plotted all kinds of things. But the power of the preaching of the word of God arrests them. And so when somebody gives his life to Christ, it is a a new ball game. Hallelujah. And the world needs. That's why why advice and religion doesn't change people. It is the life of Christ that changes people. It's the life of Christ that changes people when people come to Jesus. Look at Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22. So, the person who gives his life to Christ, these are the things that he ought to do. That you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust. So, put off concerning your former conduct. So, anybody who has given his life to Christ must put off. And God now has given you the power, the capacity, the capability to put off your former conduct or your past lifestyle. The old man which grows corrupt. So your old man is a corruptible life. Mm. But the Bible says we are born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God. Can you do it NIV or NASB for me? A more, more body version. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desire. So your old self had certain deceitful desires. That he says that put it off. That's what he put it off. Put it off. Amen. Amen. Then 23. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Be renewed where? In the spirit of your mind. So your mind has a spirit. That is why Romans chapter 12 verse 1 and 2 says that. I beseech you therefore brethren by the message of God. You know. That. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Be not conformed into this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So, when your mind is renewed, you become transformed. Amen. 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 The renewal of your mind causes you to be transformed. And the renewal of your mind comes about because of your born again experience. So, the Bible says that, that you put on the new man, which was created according to God. In true righteousness and holiness. So your new man must walk in true righteousness and holiness. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. 
The new man does not go and play some wild unbeliever music. My God. The new man's best friends are not hardcore unbelievers. We're not saying ignore them, but they cannot be your best friends because your friends always influence you. And they say, show me your friend, I'll show your character. So if you are in the midst of people who, are, who drink, you end up drinking. If you are in the midst of people who are prostitutes, you, 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 you'll be attracted to that. It's very important that you put on the new man. The new man which is created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Put on the new man which is created according to God. The old man is created according to the devil. The new man is created according to God. Ah. In true righteousness and holiness. You see, holiness, the word holiness, holiness means to be special, to be set apart. So, may you be set apart. Amen. Special unto God. Yeah. That means that you don't go and mingle with some things. 25. Verse 25. Ephesians 4, 25. Therefore, putting away lying, let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. A true Christian does not lie. In fact, the moment you start lying, you are not supposed to be believed. You are not reliable. And you also open the doors for evil spirits to come into you. Always speak the truth and even bear the consequence than uh, you'll be more trustworthy than to speak lies. Yeah. When you speak lies to somebody and realize that he's never relaxed with you because he can't trust your words again. Let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor for we are members one of another. Can I have an amen? Amen. Yeah, let's continue. So, verse 26. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. That means that don't let your anger lead you to sin. There are people, see the new creature does not pull knives when he's angry. He doesn't break bottles when he's angry. He doesn't take cutlass. Wow. He doesn't take a pickaxe. He doesn't take a gun when he's angry. Yeah. If you're a new creature and then somebody has done something to you or unhappy, then you take gun and you say you are going to. Oh, the, where, where is the spirit of God? Listen to me. No matter your tongues you speak, and no matter whatever. You see, but Bible says, by their fruit you shall know them. Yeah. So it is not even the rattling of scriptures. Yeah. It's not the rattling of scripture. It is the life. You see, tomato seed gives birth to tomato fruit. Pepper seed gives birth to pepper fruit. So when you are born of the spirit of God and the word of God, there will be the manifestation of the life of God in you. By your conduct. That's why Eleon talks about put away that old conduct. Amen. Amen. So you are a Christian, you are whatever, not because of the fact that you are anointed, you have what, you, I mean, you look anointed or you can say things about people or you can, you, you, you can see some things and, you, and if your character is, Christ must be seen in you. Be angry and do not sin. Amen. Amen. 
a Christian and then something happens, say, I won't talk to you again. You are there in the church and you don't talk to anybody because somebody did something for you. Then you are there, Muslim. Eh? Your face has changed yeah? with dark clouds. And then one of my nephews came to me and saw one of our dogs and the dog face looked very wonderful. I said, come on, that means that the, 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 the dog's face looks like, a, like an idol. And I said, you have, do you know the face of an idol? You know. But it shows that the face of God is bright. Amen. Godly people must be bright. Amen. Amen. So, so make sure that you, 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 don't, you are not the type of person who... If, Bible says if your brother offends you, go to him, talk to him. Don't even go and tell a third party. If he listens to you, you have warned him. If he doesn't, go and talk to, call two or three brothers or, you know, brethren. And then before you take it to the church and if he doesn't listen to you. So if you are a Christian, you must be temperate. You see, we must see the life, if you become born again, we must see the life of Christ in you. Amen. Amen. And Bible says that Christ in us, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, we must see glory. Number 20, verse number 27. Nor give place to the devil. See, when you become born again, you don't give place to the devil. Yeah. Somebody said, if you eat with the devil... Even with a 20-foot spoon, he will pull you. If the devil steps around your place with his little toe, he will take over the whole place. So give the enemy no place. That is why, as a Christian, we don't have to drink. Give him no place by going to say, oh, I'm, just going to, I'm just going to take a, 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 a glass of whatever. It will turn into something else. Yeah. yeah, don't play. Go and go and play around some girls. Bible yeah. says that do not stay up, love, for you realize they have jumped on you and you cannot resist. So there are things you do not give the enemy no place. Give no place to the devil. Verse yeah. twenty-eight. Let him who stole steal no longer. That means that don't be a thief. Amen. Amen. Do, don't be. A thief. Don't steal the tithes. If you're a Christian, you must pay your tithes, give your offerings. Don't also take what doesn't belong to you. If there's something, listen, in this world, this corona, I think should teach us a lesson. If you haven't learned the lesson that you don't need too much to live at this stage of your life, then there must be a problem. We don't need much to live. Bible says that having food and raiment, thereby, thereby you must be content. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, so there's no point in comparing yourself to somebody. This person has this car. This person lives in this house. This person, if somebody lives at Trasaco, thank God. But you too, you are, you are somewhere. You are at your Bubuashi. You are at your Choco. You are at your Teshi. You are at your Tema. You are at your somewhere. You are at your, some, you have your, your, your corner, you sleep. And you sleep and you snore. And you wake up. Yeah. And you are fine. And God with, is with you. Ah. And if God wants you to have a house in Trasaco, in his own time, he will give it to you. Yeah. I would say in his own time, he makes it all things beautiful. 
And always remember that a man's worth does not consist of the abundance of things he possesses. So, it's not the suits and the clothings and the houses and the cars, the material things that make you who you are. It is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. Let him who stole steal no longer. It is you working in your purposes. Yeah. Working. Why did, why, has, why did God bring you into the world? Why has he spared your life up to this time? There's a reason, and you want to live by that. Let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor, working with his hands, what is good, that he may have something to give. So it means that God want, doesn't want us to become beggars. There are some people, they, every time they are looking for who they perceive to be a rich person to go and ask them for money. Don't, don't, don't do that, especially in church, where you see some people and they say, hey, I see this person seems to have something. I'm rational. You put undue burden on the person and you can even drive the person out. So the day the person hasn't got much, he won't, come to, he, he won't be in a church or something. Christianity does not give approval for begging. Amen? Amen. Bible says that you must work with your hands. Yeah. That he may have something to give him, even who has need. Can I have an amen? amen? So, don't steal. Christianity doesn't encourage giving. Then, 28, 29, please. Let no corrupt word or communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to, to the use of edifier that it may impart grace to the hearers. It means that your words should not be prophetic. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. No profane talking. Yeah. Your words should build up people. Yeah. Your, well, your, your, well, your words should be seasoned with you know, grace. Amen? Amen. Yeah. No funny boys, boys talking. Where you see, you see boys, boys, they're sitting somewhere. Any girl that is passing around, they are describing the girl. My God. The shape of the, the hips, the, the back, the breasts, whatever. You, you, a Christian shouldn't do that. You, the Christian, your heart desire, your prayer must be, what, what can I do and what can I say to help this person to know God better? Amen? Amen. That even as the sister is passing... That, brother, that person is passing. Your prayer is that, Lord, let the power of the Holy Ghost, let the anointing make me like the, like the child's finish. That, you know, the, 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 as people are passing, the anointing may be so strong that they will become convicted if they don't know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Not when they are passing, that is when you are describing the shape of their whatever with friends and you are laughing. Quack, 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 quack. And you are going to say, yeah, you dare me. I'm going to talk to the person. I'll put my hand and by force, you go and put your hand around some girl. If I'm the woman, I will put my fingers in your eyes and pull your my eyes God. out. Straight. Yeah. yeah. Because you are trespassing. Yeah. yeah. You are trespassing. And if there are also girls if you are girls and they are also talking, you are a Christian sister, you should always be talking about how, how you must desire how God will, you know the word of God and God will anoint you and use you for the salvation of souls of people. That you'll be a, a, a spiritual mother to people, not a slave queen. Hey. And you meet with your friends and you are discussing the number of men you, you have put down. I've slain this one. I've slain this one's husband. And you mentioned in the church, this one's husband, I've him. 
This one, Afloam. This one, Afloam. Afloam. And you are proud about Afloam. You are full of demons if you don't know. Michael, full of demons. Yeah, because anybody you sleep with, Bible says, you are, he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. He that is joined to a lot is one flesh with him. And so through sex, spirits are transferred. Don't be too happy. Listen, if, especially you young ladies, if you are there and every time you, you are being attracted by all kinds of funny people, and these are people, all oh, their whole motivation is to sleep with you and you know it. That's you have to ask yourself, why do all these funny people try to come to me? Why do they want to come to me? It means that there's something in you that attracts them that all they want to do is to just come and fondle you up and sleep with you. Yeah. But when you are hot, these are all insects. These are all flies that want to settle on you because you are cold. Insects and flies, these flies and go, they only settle on, on meat that is cold. When the meat is hot, when something is hot, they don't settle on it. And so when you are hot in the spirit, and hot in the word, and hot in your attitude, all these funny things, they can't get close to you. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You want to be a real Christian in this time, this season. I know that, yes, things may be tough now, but decide that you are going to live for God. I said, decide that you're going to live for God. Amen. You live a holy life for God. Amen. 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 You are a new creation. Stop your old ways of life. Your old ways of insult. Some of you, you know how to insult very well. The Bible says that don't allow corrupt communication to come out of your mouth. You can insult like you have gone to insult in university. And you, you pride the fact that the dinner temper some people say what they Christian don't do that. I said Christian don't do that. Yes. Amen. Amen. So, but I've set a trap for them. They will see. When they fall into it, eh, they now they will see. I will put away my, my Christian dress and I will face them. What what Christian dress are you putting away? When you put off your Christian dress, then you have taken on the devil's dress. And you never know that anger, that one, one behavior you are putting up, where it will lead you. Maybe it, it, will, it will end your life physically. And you may end up going to hell. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not out of word. I'm out of time. And so, but you see, the Bible says the verse 30 and 32, don't grieve. Let's quickly read through that. And let me just finish that for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed. Amen. Amen. There are things that when you do, you grieve the Holy Spirit. You say things about men of God. You say things about the church of God. You say things about things that you, you don't have a right to say. You are grieving the Holy Spirit. There, there are things that when you do, the Holy Spirit will just lift from your life. So, make sure that you do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. 31, 32, as we finish. Let all bitterness, wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you. There are people that every gathering, they're always very bitter. Every time they're angry. Every time they're quarrelsome. 
They are quarreling. This person didn't greet me this way. The way they address this one, this one birthday, the way I address them, and me, my birthday, they didn't sing the way they, they sang. They didn't sing the thing five times. This other one, they sang his own six times. And why? All those kind of things. What? Just be thankful to them. By the fact that you are alive, God's hand is upon you. You eat, you drink water, and oh. My God. Glory to God. Let all bitterness. Eh? You are walking around like until among me. You are always angry. And you are, look, when you become angry and bitter, it, it, saps, it literally saps life out of you. And you don't become a nice person. You are no more attractive. You are not attractive. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor. Hey, 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 every time you are alive, hey, 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 why? Let there be calmness. If we're speaking, if we're speaking, every time you, you have, every time you have a, 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 a feeling about somebody, something bad about somebody, something bad about somebody, can't you, so you can't see a human being and see something good about a person. And you can't see a good thing about the place. And you can't see a good thing about the government. And you can't see a good thing about your region. And you can't see a good thing about your home. Papa said that put away from you evil speaking with all malice, bad heartedness. Put it away. And what are you supposed to put on? Verse 32, as we finish. Put away. Bible says, be kind to one another. What is kindness? Kindness is overlooking faults. Kindness is talking about forgiveness. That's why I say, be kind to one another, tender hearted. Forgiving one another. So every kind, when we say somebody is a kind person, it means that the person is able to overlook a lot of things and does not repay evil for evil to do good. Be kind to one another, tender hearted. There are people, no matter how you beg them or something goes on, he said, once you step on their toes, they will step on their they will step on your head. He you say, You punch me one, I give you ten. Yeah. And they will say, They are proud enough to say, Master more day. Oh, coming. Oh, they will be coming. Oh, they will be coming. Oh, they will be proud. Oh, and you are happy about that. Bible says, Be kind to one another, tender hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgive you. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So when you become a born again Christian, Charlie, you become a brand new person. A brand new life. Yeah. Brand new life. Amen. No more quarrelsome. Yeah. You are caring. If when you meet a real, you see, those times when we got born again, you can see that, they say the crefe, the guy has become crefe, he has changed. These days, people come and sit in church and we don't know. My God. We don't know who they are. I said, we don't know who they are. They're, everything, we don't know who they are. Their language doesn't reflect Christ. May our language, may our attitude, may our lifestyle, when people see us, may they say, Christ, this is Christ. Yeah. Because they can see the Christ's life in us. Because you have become born again. The heart of stone has been taken away. And may you be like that pig, that piglet, who used to throw itself into the dirty pool. But when it received a new heart, the heart of a sheep, now it didn't throw itself again into the dirty pool. Receive the heart of the Lord. The, the, a new heart. A tender heart. And may you walk in a new life. 
In Jesus' name, amen. amen. What I've shared with you is just a prelude to how to uh, become a spiritual person. So now, today's message is, you know, has given us a foundation that we're going, now going to talk about uh, now you have become a spiritual babe and how to grow up from being a spiritual babe to become a, a spiritual child and then to move into spiritual maturity or adulthood. So don't miss uh, subsequent services. Sunday, we're going to learn some fantastic things and then also next week, Wednesday. God bless you. If you... If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, today I've preached about being born again. It's a great opportunity to give your life to Jesus. For him to take away the stony heart and give your heart of flesh. That you can receive that life of God in you. And that now, out of the good treasure of your heart, you bring forth good things. So if you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, raise your right hand. And I want to pray with you. Say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me. And sending your son Jesus and sending your to son die on Jesus the cross for me. To die on the cross for me. Jesus, come and stay in my heart. Jesus, come and stay in my heart. Be my Lord and my master. Be my Lord and my master. I totally submit my life to you. I totally submit my life to you. From today. From today. I'm fully yours. I'm fully yours. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you for these precious ones. I pray that they will be planted in your house and flourish in your courts. And they'll grow in grace and in knowledge of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow, what a fantastic time. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. On Friday, we're going to have a very powerful miracle time of prayer, prophecy, impartation. It's going to be great, 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 great. So you want to, you want to come? Then <clears throat> Sunday morning, 8 o'clock. It's going to be a very precise service. It's going to be very powerful. And the grace and the glory of God is going to break forth into, into your homes, wherever you are. Don't miss it. You want to invite your friends, invite your relations. Let come, let's come around and, and worship God. But in the evening at 4 o'clock, we are going to have a family gathering. Family gathering in our Zoom room which we are going to send the contacts out, but you can put it up if uh, you have the Zoom address out there. That we're going to have a family gathering at 4 o'clock, and uh, you don't want to miss at all. It's going to be a very powerful time in the presence of God. Now, I want to pray for anybody who is not well. Put your hand wherever you are sick. I want to pray for you right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, if you gave your life to Jesus, there will be numbers on the screen that you can call and we have uh, pastors who pray with you so please the numbers on the screen you need also counseling just put uh, take note of the numbers and call and you'll be ministered unto put your hand wherever you you are sick if you are believing God for a miracle put your hand on your chest I want to pray for you father in the name of Jesus, yes, Lord. I rebuke every sickness. Amen. I cast every disease to go Amen. out of their bodies in the name of Jesus. Amen. For your word says, at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee shall bow. Amen. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Yes, Lord. To the glory of God the Father. 
lives. Lord. Satan, take your hand off their lives. Amen. Satan, take your hand off their lives. Amen. I rebuke divinations. Amen. Enchantments. Amen. Spells. Yes, Lord. Traps. Yes, Lord. Demonic assignments. Yes, Lord. Out now. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I command skin diseases to go. Yes, Lord. Rashes go. Amen. I command eczemas to go. Amen. I cast eye diseases to be healed. Amen. Infirmities of the ear be made whole. Amen. I command growth to vanish. Amen. I command blood diseases to be healed now. Amen. I command the nervous system to be made whole. Amen. All nerves be corrected now. Amen. In the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Muscles be healed now. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray the power and anointing of the Holy Spirit upon yes, you. Lord. Be yes, healed, Lord. be free, be made whole right now. Yes, now Lord. may God open financial doors. Amen. Business doors. Amen. I see five people. God is opening new business doors to you. Amen. Receive the business doors. I receive it. Be, receive. Somebody, you are you are going to get international recognitions. Yes, Lord. I see the international doors opening. Amen. Unto you. Amen. Receive it now in Jesus' name. I receive it. Hey, great grace, you that you have forgotten. Jesus. Like Rachel, may you be remembered. Amen. And be rewarded. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. May your story change for good and for glory. Yes, Lord. May you leap like a calf let out of the stall. Yes, Lord. May you rejoice in the Lord your God. Jesus. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. Amen. The Lord cause his face to shine on you. Amen. The Lord be gracious to you. Amen. May you never lack any good thing. Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. We shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. God bless you.